0: Hey, I'm Jim Richards. I want to welcome you to this edition of Cyber Church, Impact Cyber Church. We are making an impact all over the world by taking the gospel of the kingdom to the ends of the earth. I'm so glad you chose to join us today. And I tell you you're gonna love, you're gonna love this message and you're gonna love the doors that it will open in your heart and understanding the supernatural, understanding God, understanding the Bible. This is gonna be amazing for you. Today, we're talking about the science of faith, and this message is a part of a series called The Portal into His Presence. Now, I'll just tell you this, with, when you begin to understand many of the very subtle things that the Bible says, it really reads like a, a science fiction novel, if you want to know the truth. When we begin to look at the supernatural not through the eyes of religion, not through the eyes of mythology, not uh, specifically not through the eyes of uh, those who don't believe in miracles, but when we actually begin to look at miracles through the eyes of true science, we begin to realize not only are miracles happening, not only do they happen, but the Bible actually shows us how to experience the miraculous In ways that we actually never understood before. Now, one of the things that's so hard for us, you know, there's several things that are happening in the world that have been going on for thousands of years, and one of the things that has been going on for thousands of years is what the Bible calls Mystery Babylon. Everything that has ever perverted your faith, everything that has ever hindered your personal growth, everything that has ever corrupted your walk with God was born out of what the Bible calls mystery Babylon. As a matter of fact, the entire world's system, everything about the world's political system, everything about the world's economical system, every bit of that was shaped in mystery Babylon, and it was actually designed to destroy your faith, to destroy your trust in God, to corrupt your heart and make it almost impossible for you to trust God. I tell you, people all over the world are sincere people, good people, godly people are struggling. Why is it so hard for me to trust God? Well, I'm going to answer that question for you today. I'm going to point you to some resources that are going to help you uh, open your eyes to see the supernatural the way you've never seen it. As a matter of fact, to see past what you can see with your eyes. You know, one of the things that I've, that I've thought about so much and, and meditated on and recently and done research and study on, you know, much of the Bible that we don't understand, much of the Bible that we think conflicts other parts of the Bible are actually the product of very poor and sometimes deliberate uh, mistranslations. Because mistranslations mis- uh, and interpretations of the Bible are the product of a religious system that was already set in place. It was actually in opposition with the Bible. Instead of being designed to set men free, the early religious systems actually were designed to take men captive to the church, to take men captive to false authorities, to take men captive to ignorance and unbelief. Because what God really wanted is for every person to live absolutely free, not, not free from walking in love, not free from morality and ethics and those things, but Every man was to walk free and discover, who am I? If I'm created in the likeness of God, who am I? What do I look like? How do I live and think and function as a person who has been born again? God wants you to discover your true identity. He wants you to be your true self, but he wants to be that version of your true self that has been born again, that version of your true self that has been made alive in God, in Christ. And I'm going to tell you what. Uh, religion never points you to your true self. Religion never even points you to the true God. Religion is designed to point you to some corrupt concept of God that will forever hinder your faith, that will forever hinder your ability to grow and be the person that you want to be and that, that God desires for you to be. Now, one of the things that's so very interesting, of course, I'm talking about the science of faith. And you say the science of faith, that's an oxymoron. Well, Mm, not really. You know, the only time faith and science ever disagree is when either the person on the side of faith or the person on the side of science, number one, if either one of those people misunderstand what they're reading, sometimes pure ignorance will do that. You know, a predetermination of what you want to see will do that. You know, one of the interesting things that we understand now about the quantum world and uh quantum science has. Quantum science has ripped the religious covers off of the Bible, and now I got to tell you, the scientific world is really in a tizzy trying to figure out what they're going to do, because almost everything that they've been trying to teach us for the last hundred years was either wrong or only partially right. And now that we are beginning to look at the quantum world, we're beginning to understand how the miraculous things of the Bible happen and and how in fact all of these things that happen are simple, and they're based they're based on faith. They're based on our interaction with the universe. And God created the universe to be interactive with mankind. You know that was one of the things Max Planck, Max Planck discovered. Uh, what was it in 1927 or somewhere back there? Whenever he he accepted his Nobel Prize for uh, for quantum physics, one of the things that he pointed out is he said. He said, you know, man thinks that we are observing the universe. He said, but we are not observing the universe. We are in interplay with the universe. Man alive, you're talking about opening the door to all things being possible to us and opening the door to the fact that we have all authority as to what is going to happen on planet Earth and what's actually what's going to happen in this universe until Jesus returns. We are here to rule and reign in his place, but we haven't because of religion, because secular false science, because all of these, re- these sources have lied to us and tried to keep us controllable, tried to keep us suppressed. By the way, look, before I go any farther than this, I just want to remind you, every time I do uh, a free video series like this, now listen, I don't hold anything back in these video series. My video and audio series are never overlaps. But one of the things I always do, there are people that that watch these video messages I put out that say, you know what, I want to go deeper. I want to get more into application. I just I don't want just information. I want to go deeper than this. And there's always so far you can go in a 28-minute video message. So every time I produce a new video series, I always produce an audio series to support it for those people who want to get more serious, who want to dig a little bit deeper, who really, who want to take whatever truth they discover and, and apply it to their lives. So I just want you to know, uh, you can go to com and you can get the series that supports this called The Portal Into His Presence. And I'm telling you, it will take you even farther. As a matter of fact, you can download that tonight, and you, you can go into in-depth research and study tonight, and then you can continue with these audio messages. And the great thing, too is you share these audio messages with your friend. I mean, these video messages with your friend, and they will be a blessing and a help to everybody that you know. I can absolutely assure you that. Now uh, So we're discovering that science, really Newtonian physics only describes a very small uh, aspect, of what's going on in the world of physics. In other words, what's going on in the universe. And Newtonian physics, uh, it's not that it's wrong, but Newtonian physics primarily deals with large objects. Uh, It deals with what we can see to a great degree. And and so Newtonian physics uh, is only applicable uh, in a certain level, if you will, of examining and looking at the world. But quantum physics is when we begin to look at the subatomic world, when we begin to look at the invisible world. Now the Bible tells us that when God created the heavens and the earth, that and we know this from the language in, uh, in the Hebrew Bible we understand that there, there are different words that are used or translated as "create." One of those means to create or to make something from nothing. You see, there were actually two phases of creation. God created the heavens and the earth, and when God created the heavens or created what we would call the universe or the great expanse, uh, that was created from nothing. But embedded in the universe was all the subatomic energies that God would use to create the physical world or what, what we view as the physical world. As a matter of fact, the book of Hebrews in the 11th chapter tells us that by faith, we understand that the things which are seen were created from the things that were unseen. In other words, the material world was not created from nothing. The visible world, the material world was created from something unseen. And that unseen was created in the, from the, in the first phase of creation when God made the uh, what I call the field, if you will, when God made all the subatomic energies that in fact were made out of nothing. And everything else that was spoken into being was created uh, from these subatomic energies. So the reality of it is, it was impossible for us, the human race, to understand much about God, understand very much about the supernatural aspect of God, until we discovered that there were subatomic uh, energies and materials, and I use the word energy material almost interchangeably because there, to some degree, there's no difference between energy and matter. Uh, and what becomes incredibly interesting is this: when we observe the subatomic world, we change how it functions. And so this means that it, that in reality, there is very little that we can know about the subatomic world until we start realizing that the subatomic world is described in the Bible, and we are taught how to interact in this subatomic world to create the outcomes that that the the Bible promises us. Now, that just seems so far-fetched. Like I say, this seems more like a science fiction movie than it does a Bible study. And, uh, and, and I'm just going to touch on this. I probably won't have time to go into this much in this session, but I also want you to understand that the Bible is encoded with what we call hidden messages. Now, in the Hebrew alphabet, we are told that there is what's called the, the the mem, and the mem is one of the letters of the Hebrew alphabet, and the open mem is the information that God makes available to everyone, so I'm not talking about People who have a special anointing can know things that other people can't know. I am not saying that God seeks to hide anything from anyone, but I am telling you this within the open language, within the revealed knowledge of God that we have uh, in the Bible, there are layers and layers and layers of encoded messages that, honestly, again, just like the quantum world, we, we didn't see those messages until. Well, actually, the truth is some ancient believers actually saw those messages and even in, even interpreted them, and we don't even know how they did it without computers and this sort of thing. But the real truth, just like we are now starting to see that there is an invisible world out there, and the invisible world is the real world. This material world is not the real world. We think it's the real world, and that very concept of thinking that this is the real world is a part of what limits us when we want to move into the supernatural arena that God promised us that, you know, that we can move in. So, so just like there, there is an invisible supernatural subatomic world. There are invisible messages encoded in the Bible. You say, well, why did God encode them? You know, I can't go too far in this, but, but I want to say this. One of the things you realize as you read the Bible through and study it deeply you start realizing that every time God revealed something to man openly, that that would be followed by a Luciferian satanic attack on on whatever truth that He presented. You know, when when from the Garden of Eden, when God first said that it was going, there was going to be a it was a seed that was going to come forth from woman that would destroy the serpent, then there was attack on the seed of women and. And we know that that happened uh, through the corruption of what the Bible calls the Nephilim. Can't go into all that right now. We'll touch, we'll touch base on all of those things. I've got all kinds of Bible studies about this. In fact, if you really want to understand some of these things, you can order my book, The Apocalypse, and it will take you through world history from a biblical perspective and help you understand how we got here. And it'll help you also see and understand what the Bible told us that we did not believe, we did not respond to it. We didn't prepare for it, but I'll tell you who did prepare for it was our arch enemy, Lucifer. And so there are many things that God will reveal to us in our heart because, see, the open MEM, which are the messages that God gives to everyone, there's also a closed MEM. And the closed MEM is when God teaches you about what's in the revealed knowledge of God. Now, keep in mind the revealed knowledge of God is the Word of God that any person can read and understand. But then there is the hidden knowledge of God that is hidden deep within the Scripture, that is hidden deep with you know within the, uh, God's reality, and He will teach us. You know, the Holy Spirit, our teacher, yeah, He does remind us of things that Jesus taught. He does remind us of what's in the Word of God, but He also teaches us that which cannot be observed by casual observation, and people who are hungry for God, people who want to be disciples. Now, I understand that there are people that read the Bible religiously, and they get religious interpretations, and it just makes their life worse so many times, but I got news for you. When you're looking for how to walk in love, when you're looking for how to treat other people, when you're looking for uh, how to be the person that God said you could be. Uh, I got news for you. God to show you, and not only will he show you, he will empower you, and you will see things in the scripture. You will see things uh, in, right there in the presence of God that anybody could see if they were hungry enough, if in fact they would let the Holy Spirit be their teacher instead of their denomination, instead of their rabbi. You know, there's a saying in the Eastern world that if you think the book will give you an answer, don't get the book. If you 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 know if you think a teacher can give you the answer, don't get a teacher. We need to learn how to let the Holy Spirit be our primary teacher. Receive benefit from the teachers that are around us, but never let them pray, replace the word of God and never let them usurp the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart. So we have these mysteries that we can find. Thank goodness we can find them. Now, for centuries, actually for thousands of years, uh, science was all based on occult Luciferian knowledge, most of which had been brought to planet Earth by fallen angels. Uh, the, so many of our religious beliefs today, in fact, uh, came from fallen angels who were here to corrupt our understanding of God. And those doctrines are still ever present in the doctrines of almost every religious group or almost every Christian group in the world. That's not to say that those people are not Christians, but it's to say that those people will never go very far in their faith. They'll never never live in great victory because uh, so much of what they believe about God, so much of the way they interpret the Bible was based on Luciferian teaching by fallen angels. And this is This is all documented in the Bible. This is all documented in Jewish history. This is all a reality. So so for thousands of years, what we called science was nothing more than religious perversion. Uh, You know, the whole concept, if you watch the History Channel, every week, you'll go in there and you will see people talk about how that we were actually created by extraterrestrials. Well, you know where that came from? It came from fallen angels uh, who, who came here and said, no, they actually created the human race and that really the creator God who created the world is wicked, he's mean, he's harsh, he can't be trusted. And so th- these beings taught that they came from Orion's belt. And so the whole occult world was built around connecting to and looking for uh Extraterrestrial beings that would come and deliver them. Matter of fact, you know, there are millions of people today that are looking for an extraterrestrial Jesus that will come. And unfortunately, they are through their denominations and through their church churches, they are actually many, many groups of people that are being cultivated to reject the biblical Jesus for an extraterrestrial Jesus that's going to come. But anyhow. People don't realize that modern science uh, came about by primarily the research of serious Christians who read their Bible. The whole, you know, overcoming the idea that the earth was flat uh, actually came about through studying scriptures, understanding our galaxy and that, you know, that the sun was the center of our solar system that came out of the Bible. Now, yes, people say, well, no, the church thought that that the earth was the center of the universe. Well, the church as, a, as an establishment trying to control thought and science did, but individual believers knew better. Modern science ever, uh, emerged by Christians reading the Bible and developing scientific thought, not on abstract theories or subjective of theories, but based on the word of God. Now, the amazing thing is this. Once once a, a form of science began to shape up, you got to remember prior to this point in time, science was based on occult, uh, Luciferian uh, theories, lies actually, that were taught by fallen angels. So science was designed to turn people away from God, it was designed to corrupt people's faith in God, and then once True science began to evolve based on people reading the scriptures. Uh, the sad thing is it happened again. So then corrupt people took the modern forms of science and began to use those forms of science to turn people against the word of God. And so one of the greatest things that has hurt your life, my life, our faith, our journey with God has in fact been what we call science. Uh, Modern science is mostly false. Much of it is unprovable. A lot of it's not false. Uh, There are a lot of great godly scientists, but we are put in one of those situations where the scientific community has disavowed the Word of God. They have been against the Word of God. Any scientist that is even in favor of intelligent design can lose his job be put out, be put out of the scientific community and never have a job. You know, I live in Huntsville, Alabama, and I don't know if it's still this way, but at one time, a third of NASA's entire budget came to Huntsville, Alabama. And in fact, we have more PhDs per capita in Huntsville, Alabama than any place in the United States. And for 30 years, I pastored, over 30 years, I pastored here and I had scientists in my church and we had a lot of back, of backroom conversations about the misinformation that was coming out of NASA and coming out of the scientific community that was deliberately designed to destroy people's faith. And the, these scientists would tell me, if I step up, if I say anything at all, I, I will lose my job and I'll probably never work anywhere uh, again in uh, uh, you know in NASA or in any of these big scientific. Communities and they couldn't, and so uh, when I taught a lot of my series and talked a lot about science and this sort of thing back in the uh, uh, back in the '80s and the '90s, two thousand, and in there, you know, I ran all this information by current scientists. So now, one of the things that has happened, though, quantum science makes it completely impossible. To actually hold on to, and even for legitimate scientists, to be able to believe the lies of fake science. As I have been saying for the last 25 years, science is slowly catching up with the Bible. Now we're not using science to prove the Bible. We're using science to give us a language that makes sense to this 21st century a generation of people. And, uh, and, and explain things in terms that can be understood that the real truth is before now, they could never be understood. Now, one of the questions I want to ask you is this. What is your definition of a miracle? When you say miracle, what are you talking about? Well, I've interviewed and questioned thousands of people over the years without them even knowing that that's what I was doing. And I would ask them, Tell me, what, what, what do you think a miracle is? And basically, people thought a miracle was when something happened that actually violated the laws of physics, that actually violated the supernatural laws that govern the universe. Now, I can't accept that. I I have a problem with that for a lot of reasons. But one of my main reasons for having a problem with that is the Bible. You know, Romans 119 says, And it talks talks about these people who who have chosen not to know God. And it says, well, in verse 20, it says, for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. So these things that came into existence from the invisible and became visible, it says they reveal his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. In other words there is not a scientist in the entire world that is an atheist that has an excuse because because not only have they seen the creation of God they've seen it from perspectives that most of us will never see it but the truth is they have to choose to reject the obvious in order to uh, be an atheist in order to reject God's word and so it's really interesting here so it says that we can understand the things about God, the invisible attributes about God, we can understand them and that they are clearly seen and understood whenever we look at the creation of the universe. And by the creation, I'm talking, well, actually, I'm not only talking about, I'm talking about the first phase of creation where something came from nothing. And, you know, this stunts every 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 scientist in the world as, okay, well, if you believe in the Big Bang, where'd the Big Bang come from? Uh, So the theory of the Big Bang is, well, there was nothing, and then nothing exploded, and it became this world. Everything that we believe about Darwinianism, everything that we believe about about the old age of the the universe, everything that we believe about it, true science absolutely refutes. Now, um, if a miracle is something that violates the physics of God, the problem is then we can't see God in a miracle because that miracle actually violates how the world was created. Here is the position that I have held almost all of my Christian life, and I have seen it more and more and more every single day as I walk this journey. A miracle is not when God does something that violates the uh, laws of physics. A miracle is when God applies a law of physics that we don't believe. That we don't trust. Now it'll be there in the Bible. These principles are always there in the Bible. These principles always are revealed in the Word of God. If we trust it, God and His Word, then we could have faith. Faith is not believing God will do something. Faith is believing what God has told us, what God has taught us, and how we and how we can use that. So we know, and actually, a 13th century theologian taught this that and NASA recently discovered it, that there are at least 10 dimensions to the universe. Our problem is we don't know how to see them or interact with them. And we're gonna talk to you about that. So be sure and join me every week and I'll talk to you again next week. Share this with people who it will help.